But are there any limitations to this called semantic search? What experiences do you have with this? Well, I mean, we're not really doing search. Um, you know, we're just computing answers. So what, what, when you think about search, you're imagining there are, there's something out there, there's web pages or something like that out there, and we are trying to uh, match up the question that we asked, the query that we made. Um, we're trying to search for that query in all of these web pages and so on. Um, that's, that's really not at all what we're doing. What we're doing is to take the query that you make, turn it into some kind of internal computational language, and then compute the answer. I mean, we like saying, you know, if I want to compute 2 plus 7 or something, um, I could say, well, find me a web page that has uh, 2 plus 7 on it and tells me that the answer is, is 9, or, or some other web page that says 2 plus 7, and it makes a joke that says the answer is 75. Um, you know, what we're doing is to just say, well, let's use the algorithm to work out what 2 plus 7 is. We don't care what people wrote down on the web. Um, that's, that's not where we're getting our information from. So it's, it's really not, um, the, the approach is really not, not one of search, it's one of computation. It's, it's very much, uh, in a sense, it's much more, you know, this is the legacy of Turing, is that one really can compute all these things, and that's what we're trying to do. Mm. Can you imagine that one day computers take this man-fed knowledge to generate new knowledge that we learn from the computers and not the computers from us? Every day, there, there are sort of almost every query that's asked to Wolfram Alpha um, is generating new knowledge. It's asking something that, uh, uh, that's never been asked specifically before and where one has to, uh, uh, where Wolfram Alpha is computing some, um, some, some new thing to, to respond to humans. And, and for, for myself, I, you know, I've learned tons of things from um, uh, Uh, from looking at the actual computational results of Wolfram Alpha. Now, in terms of, of going out and, for example, doing sort of new and, and completely uh, fresh, creative kinds of things, um, that's actually something that uh, uh, this new kind of science that I've developed for a long time um, is, is highly relevant to the automation of that. See, see, the idea is usually when we think about making computer programs, for example, We imagine that, that it's sort of done the way that engineering is normally done, where we sort of build up each program incrementally, line by line, uh, with some actual programmer um, explicitly thinking through, you know, the program is supposed to do this, I will add this piece that helps with that in this way, and so on and so on and so on. Um, one of the things that we've learnt is that there's this sort of computational universe of possible programs that exists, and even quite simple programs in this computational universe can do really complicated things. And that means that it makes sense to, to just, if we want to find a program that achieves some particular objective, instead of us building it up step by step as programmers, we can just go to this computational universe and search for a program that uh, achieves the objectives we want. And that's actually a methodology, it's kind of a new methodology for creating technology um, that, uh, for example, we use a lot um, in building Wolfram Alpha. So, so I mean, it's, it's a little bit like um, when we imagine, uh, when we think about technology in general, we think about sort of taking materials from the physical world, like, you know, liquid crystals or magnets or something like that, and making use of them for some human purpose. And this is kind of a, a, a computational analog of that, where one's looking at the sort of universe of all possible programs and plucking out ones that, uh, um, that are useful for particular human purposes. Um, and that's, that's a methodology that allows us to essentially... Uh, create 
new things, completely kind of new ideas automatically. Like, for example, a few years ago, um, we started a website called Wolfram Tones um, that uh, uh, creates little musical pieces um, by just going and searching this computational universe of possible programs for essentially programs that generate uh, pleasing musical tunes. Um, and it, what's, what's really fun about that to me is that I had imagined that uh, you know human composers would say, oh well, you know we might use computers. Uh, we we have to we as humans have to be the sort of have to add this spark of creativity in in creating a piece of music. We might use computers to embellish it, but we're not going to use computers for that original creativity. What we found instead is that this website of ours uh, gets used a bunch by composers. And the way they describe their use of it is to say, well, we get some inspiration from looking at the sort of computational universe of possible musical forms. Um, and then we as humans kind of develop from that something that is a, a sort of full musical piece. So that, that's one example of, of where, in fact, this creativity um, and uh, sort of discovering really original things becomes possible when we think about sort of just searching this, this uh, computational universe of possible programs. Hmm. I think... In the future, it will be quite commonplace for technological developments and, uh, and artistic forms and so on to be things that are just sort of found in the computational universe rather than explicitly constructed step by step by humans.